Hello, thanks for joining. Oh, is this plugged in? No. One second. No. Okay, thanks for joining me. I now have a microphone plugged in. <laughs> How is everybody today? I'll open up the comments section. Hello Harvested Beats, nice to see you too. I've decided I need to work more on uh, fine-tuning the goals I have for this broadcast. So why am I here, what do I propose on doing, and what do I hope to inspire others to do? So for my goals, I hope for this to be a hub of interested parties who are keen to brainstorm, share the best information, and share the best ideas. Uh, and it's hard, there's a lot to interpret, there's a lot to analyse, but there's people who have uh, fought hard against oppressive circumstances in the past, and there's people who will do so again. There are people now that we can identify and get behind as doing the best, most productive work in challenging the propaganda and challenging the effects of having uh, corrupted fascist aspirational dictators in power. Uh, so I don't think many of us who tune in to listen to me speak, at least, would deny that Trump is an autocrat using time-old tested techniques of fascists who seek to amplify risk perception and then capitalize on people's fear to also make them feel triumphant and empowered, that they can do anything to address the risks that are faced by their country that they are strengthening their country uh, through their support of someone who no longer conforms to oversight uh, requirements, who doesn't abide by any of the checks and balances coded, codified into the US Constitution. So some people might still ostensibly pretend that Trump uh, is following the Constitution or obeying laws, but other people, if you grill them more specifically, will admit that they don't care that Trump broke the law and they don't care that he's a criminal. They still conflate him with the very virtues of patriotism and strength and prosperity. So if you're here, I'm going to presume it's because you want to be part of that team of brainstormers wanting to hear quality information, hear speculation, uh, that's still well-informed and evidence-based and you want to try and so solve some of these problems going forward. You might be a bit disconcerted and even despondent about the fact that the Republican Party are essentially criminal accomplices, accom oh, criminal uh, accomplices, criminal accomplices to, uh, to Donald J. Trump and his merry band of, of corrupt people. It's, it's trying, but it's not worth giving up about because people in World War II didn't have the luxury of uh, just saying, oh, well, Hitler's doing so well for himself, we'll just, we just better let him keep doing what he's doing. Uh, the mass of human decency had to get sufficiently revolted to, uh, to fight. And in this instance, Trump isn't really Hitler by himself. To have that proper 
amount of militaristic expansionism. You also have to look to his friend Vladimir Putin, who literally does intend to militaristically take over countries that neighbor Russia. He just needed an ally in America to prevent obstruction, to prevent obstruction of his militaristic acquisitional ambitions. So yes, Putin wants Europe. People are good at setting goals. Humans and their large brains have lots of imaginative, imaginative capacity and we can set targets for ourselves and then bend our energies towards achieving those aims. And Putin's very good at doing that and he's had a significant amount of success, which a lot of Americans haven't acknowledged. They're stuck in the certitudes of horse race political reporting. Who's ahead now? Who's ahead now? Who's favored by the electorate? even as American interests get taken over by the corrupt influence of uh, foreign governments trying to uh, pervert American foreign and domestic outcomes, as well as there being, hi, Oral Carter, as well as there being uh, lots of vested interests within the US that seek to pervert America's evolved democracy into a more aggressive form of, of government where that sort of more resembles feudalism, where people are relegated into their economic classes and social mobility is far more difficult to achieve, where you no longer have social prog programs to redress inequality, or at least mitigate some of the more deadly disadvantages of inequality. And inequality is a word for me that's very loaded with uh, dysfunction. People who talk about inequality sometimes show they don't understand the appeal to Americans of competition, uh, gaining more because you've earned more and provided a better service or you've invented something that's, that's valuable to your community and your society, that you've provided benefit and have financial reward flow freely to you as a consequence. So libertarians are very enthusiastic about that flowing freely to you. So they're all interested in the benefits of capitalism uh, and what they will try and ignore or try and persuade you to ignore is that a lot of the risks of business are in fact cushioned by public taxpayer funds. So public taxpayer subsidies going to businesses, um, taxpayers paying for the cleanup of discarded and defunct oil wells in California is a solid example of that. So I remind people that I uh, agree with the horseshoe theory, which says uh, various corrupt actors can work by influencing people on both the left and on the right. Uh, I refer to Trump supporters now as mesmerized to a state where they will overlook evidence of corruption and economic uh, mismanagement happening and right in front of them. They'll, they'll overlook the, the increasing lost jobs in the private sector. They'll overlook the fact that perhaps the unemployment rate is low because some people have given up on looking for work. That's a nice positive statement from Busybod. He says if Democrats win more seats in 2020 and he's re-elected, they can try him again and kick him out. Yes, but the difficult thing about fascists being in power is the way they entrench power by uh, 
complimenting and rewarding people who support them using stolen money. So Trump uh, is reported to be going, having US officials go to African-American church communities and give out cash. $28 billion of American taxpayer money has been distributed to farmers who should ostensibly be rejecting the policies that have bankrupted them, that have caused an increase, a 20% increase in the rate of farming bankruptcies. But if they can't see beyond the cash grabs being waved around by their corrupt president, then it's difficult to coordinate a protest vote. So fascists aren't just people who are politically unpopular, they're people who might be politically unpopular with some, but have crazed supporters and also don't play by the rules. So they cheat, they use propaganda, uh, and they lie about the economy. So money talks, no, I can't complete that expression actually. Money talks and something walks. What's the missing word? Uh, I'd like to also point out that uh, a monument in Arizona is being bulldozed. Sorry, a national monument is being bulldozed because of ramping up wall construction efforts. So, yes, pointless to try to deride Trump supporters that Trump hasn't built their wall. He is very intent on at least trying to deliver something that looks like a functional wall. And people who are mesmerized by a fascist will not listen to evidence about uh, how the fascist plans are impractical, worse than useless, destructive, etc. What might they listen to? Well, we should note that America isn't really divided into Republicans, Democrats, and independents. Republica, America is divided into Republicans and independent-leaning Republicans, and Democrats and independent-leaning Democrats. So there are just some people that are a little more hesitant in... Uh, being honest about how they habitually vote. So they overplay their voting flexibility, but you'll still find people who claim they're independent but have never voted anything other than GOP. Uh, so maybe their independence is that sometimes they'll sit an election out. But all the energy that's put into thinking and talking and writing about swing voters is apparently a little misguided. Uh, I'd like to let you know that I can't stay for long today. My husband's gonna need to use this room for a work call. Um, but yes, areas of the wall have blown down in winds, in high winds, yes. Not even that high winds. What was it, 36 miles per hour was the, the speed of the wind that blew down a section of wall in Arizona. Yes, the mass hysteria or the mass mesmerization is a psychological product of people who begin to buy the rhetoric that Trump is America. So they don't mind that he's a king now because to them he is their only chance for having a strong, safe, prosperous nation. Uh, and they might not even be aware that part of their definition of a safe, strong, prosperous nation uh, is a more homogenous, more, more permanently entrenched majority of white Christian uh, fellow Republicans. So they, if you explain to them that they, Trump might be prepared to tax blue states more and have lower rates that favor red states, 
they won't mind anymore. They've become so committed to the idea of themselves as being the true Americans, the true and deserving Americans, uh, and that they should be catered to, and that old American standards uh, should not be upheld. So, yes, when they talk to themselves, you should know that they're not even 100% convincing themselves when they complain with confected outrage about Nancy Pelosi ripping up the speech. They don't even really believe it's that outrageous. They're just spinning their rationalizations for continuing to support someone who's destructive to American interests. That makes them even more keen on ignoring reality and staying in their circle jerk of self-reaffirming uh, people who, who confirm their reality to them but their reality has become very limited. Sometimes war wakes people up from a reality like that, but it's our job, while we can, to try to use diplomatic means to uh, fight Republican voter obstruction efforts, to fight uh, efforts to mislead the independent voters who are still capable of any degree of independent thought, uh, to rehabilitate the very concept of government and standards and honesty and leaders ruling America without favouring their voters and their voters' interests over the other part of America, without ruling as a punitive, vengeful, uh, disgraced king. Ah, voter ID, people on the right might propose as if they're talking in good faith, but at some level, who knows at what level, they might be aware that it's racist to act, to, to prioritize voter ID when so many disenfranchised African Americans uh, often have forms of ID that are then ruled as being ineligible for voter ID by Republicans who purposefully intend to reduce the number of uh, African American votes because they know what a reliable uh, voting block for Democrats, African-American voters typically are, and they wish to retain power, and they accomplish that by disenfranchising African-American voters. So there are many African-Americans who couldn't afford to give birth in hospitals, who weren't issued your standard birth certificates, etc., and whose forms of ID that they do have are often um, then turned away by Republicans who specifically tailor legislation to exclude the forms of identification that are most uh, frequently used by people of African-American background. So yes, African-American voter turnout can change things, which is why Biden-Harris is a very potent combination. That dude has already shown a great deal of resilience in terms of voter support, even with all of the mudslinging efforts of uh, Trump trying to coerce Ukraine and extort Ukraine into participating in a, an illegal scheme of misleading American voters by uh, forcing an announcement of an investigation as if it's organic when it's Trump prompted and Rudolph Giuliani prompted. <laughs> I've been advised with good advice not to engage in back and forth with Bernie Sanders supporters, but I will say that he's lost 50% of his support in Iowa. So if he got 50% of the delegates from Iowa last time and now he has 
arguably 25% of the delegates from Iowa. That's a 50% drop in support between 2016 and 2020 because Sanders isn't a viable candidate. And people who blind themselves to that uh, are probably um, not susceptible to, to information. Warren could very well endorse Sanders. Uh, he did call her a liar on national television. Uh, and we heard her say that to his face. You called me a liar on national television. And he was sort of saying, we'll talk about that later. She still might though, because she believes in what Bernie is arguing for. And a lot of the policy ideas uh, that Sander proposes would benefit America in terms of uh, being a remedial plan to counteract all of the rightward lurch, the pro-corporation, anti-worker, anti-wage earner measures adopted by too many places around America because of Republican stranglehold on the cultural narrative through vehicles such as Fox News, etc. Uh, so no, no, neither Warren nor Sanders uh, have the sufficient amount of uh, African-American support that would allow them to have numbers that could beat Trump's numbers. It, it may... Yes, yes, the Young Turks are to Bernie Sanders what Fox News is to Trump. They're also uh, disinformation, culty type of people. Yes, a lot of uh, left progressive ideas are popular with voters, but at the same time, uh, Warren has more fleshed out proposals for how to achieve some of her policy goals. Sanders is more of a storyteller who can get people to buy in with the narrative that says, yes, corporations are evil, profits evil, etc. So he can play to a base of people who've been mistreated by America's uh, right-leaning system where Americans, despite living in a first world country, don't enjoy a lot of the advantages uh, and safety nets and public assistance that people in more, where the balance between socialism and capitalism is, is healthier. So America is overly predatory capitalistic in that uh, corporations get to keep their profits but their risks that they take are often subsidized by taxpayers so that they have a cushion if they fail or fall. That's all right. Everything is um, not an absolute. So if I make a pronouncement and you don't agree with it to the same sense that you feel I made the assertion, that's part of the natural order of uh, communication. Here's perhaps what I'm what I intend to say, here's my capacity to articulate what I want to say, here's my ability to be heard and interpreted correctly. So they're all uh, small, oh, that was probably out of, I need a bigger pen. Circle, what I, what I would like to communicate. what I actually make an effort to communicate. So here I'm like, oh yeah, I'd like to say all of these things. I try to say this. Maybe my audience listens to me this much and my audience understands me this much in the way that I would like to be understood. 
So there's various levels of agreement that we can get to. So yes, vulture capitalism or underregulated capitalism could also be called corporate socialism, where the public benefit uh, less and less from social programs and corporations benefit more and more from subsidies, assistance packages that are often uh, underreported on. So the American public isn't aware of how many pillows they are paying for to put on the ground for corporations to have a soft, cushy fall, even though corporations get to keep their profit. It's because people are making that assumption that corporate profit is in some way being used to benefit everybody. And it's not because uh, the proportion of it that's paid in wages is still small relative to uh, the fact that management keeps an ever-increasing share for themselves, but also that they are getting better and better at not only dodging tax uh, through their accountants, but they're getting better and better at paying for the politicians that they want to be elected into office with the policies that they want, uh, making it more and more legal for them to pay no tax or to pay very minimal amounts of federal tax, etc. So when corporations don't have to contribute to the societies that that pay for the infrastructure, pay for the public education systems that create the literate consumers who then buy books, who buy educational toys to uh, encourage their children to follow them down the path of education. None of this is possible when you have people who are so poor that they don't have the time or energy to focus on education. So I'm just using that example of a market for books. Yes, I just saw a little bit of Martha Luther, Martin Luther King's speech when being asked why, why can't the Negro get ahead and pull themselves up by their bootstraps like other demographics in society. And he looked at the camera and said other ethnic groups haven't had a background of slavery, but also when slaves were liberated, they were not given land. They were not given anything to help them feed themselves or anything to cultivate even though large tracts of land in the Midwest and the West were given to arrivals from Europe, to white peasants arriving, uh, who then had something to cultivate, who could then use their labours effectively. So freed slaves were freed to famine, freed to starve in the ditch, uh, because without an employer or a place of residence, uh, etc., these things do not magically appear. And if you're not gifted land, and all of your immediate relatives and social circle that haven't been enslaved in different areas, uh, if you're surrounded by any people you know, they're all in the same position as you, homeless, employerless, incomeless, landless. Yes, so salaries are moderately flat. So yes, I sympathize with Bernie Sanders supporters in that the balance of socialism and, and uh, vulture capitalism needs to change to benefit more Americans and to stop, uh, ex to stop exploiting wage earners in America to pay for corporations uh, to have cushioned risk at the public's expense. There's a lot more room. It's not, hello, give more people a handout. It's, hello, uh, stop benefiting corporations and people who, who profit from corporate business at the expense of wage earners in the US. 
And I can see why Bernie seems like an appealing pathway to that because he makes the right noises with his mouth about uh, identifying the villains in this process, identifying the people who have exploited Americans, who have been able to get conservative uh, candidates in the Supreme Court through religion, uh, and that religion has been abused to then to then produce Supreme Court rulings that run counter to the interests of everyday people. So religion and the issue of abortion have been used to bring about the Citizens United judgment in 2010 that let corporations give unencumbered amounts of money to their political, to camp, to super PACs benefiting their candidates of choice. Effectively letting businesses buy tax policies that they most preferred. And those tax policies were, we wish to not contribute to the societies that make our existence possible. Yes, we, we do engage in a lot of election discussion. Uh, the ways in which the Republican Party attempts to rig the election and disenfranchise voters and suppress the votes of Democratic voters can at least be fought at a state-by-state -state basis. And you can join, and I urge you to do so today, an advocacy group called Fair Fight Action. Yes, Elizabeth Sanders has more uh, fleshed out proposals, so more ways in which to actualize things, but... Um, she, neither she nor Bern, well, Bernie Sanders, has enough broad support uh, across America in specifically battleground states that matter in an electoral college system, which is what you have. And the electoral college system overturns the results of the popular vote whenever there is a significant rural-urban divide in voter sentiments. And there currently is a very significant rural-urban voter divide. Part of that's climate change. Republicans don't believe in it and urban educated elites do. Part of it's migration. Rural people who are exposed to less migrants oppose migrants and migration. And people in rural areas can see that the influx of migrants adds to the economic energy of areas inhabited by a variety of migrants. So they don't see migrants as a threat to the stability of America and they don't see migrants as a problem that should be addressed by a strongman alpha president like Trump. So yes, I'm just highlighting for you all that the rural-urban divide is still significant. Also rural people feeling that educated elites are sneering at them and mocking their accents, etc. Which is a little bit reinforced by the cultural practices of um, Hollywood and celebrities, etc. Many of whom do mock southern accents, etc. And there's reason for them to do that, but it's, a, it's an unhealthy dynamic that uh, creates this or contributes in part to this rural-urban divide, meaning that, politically speaking, in 2020, the Electoral College is still of key significance to winning a presidential election. So you can't just be popular, you have to be popular in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, and Minnesota. Uh, and Warren is not adequately popular there. Everybody discounts the impact of the black vote uh, which is quantifiably different from white people preferences. Uh, you've, you've got the statistics at your fingers. People who support Warren should know she is not well liked. She is not supported as a political candidate in the, na the amount of numbers that you need to win an electoral college victory. So you're wasting 
your time and energy supporting Elizabeth, although I urge you still to listen to her policy plans and proposals because at least her speeches and her campaigns are all educating Americans about the need for reform, about the various areas in which corruption is affecting wage-earning Americans and that that corruption is hurting people. So Elizabeth Warren is great for an awareness campaign of some of the stagnant problems and the worsening problems in American society. Bernie's good for raising awareness about that as well, except he comes with a side order of intractable cult worship that's frankly unacceptable, irrational and very self-destructive uh, in the context of what America needs to overcome fascism. Fascism means you don't just have to debate what's good for the country, you have to contend with some uh, people, some voters, who have the inability to weigh up information because they have, uh, they're hypnotized by fascism. Fascism is a system of emotional manipulation where you stress risks, you hype up internal and domestic risks in order to consolidate power uh, in a single figure. So Trump has consolidated power in the executive branch. He's co-opted allies like William Barr who help him. Uh, Barr's memo, new memo says that no investigations into the president or um, other institutions can occur without his say-so. And William Barr is a criminal accomplice to Trump. He lied to the American public about the contents of the Mueller report. He lied to the world and people took his word for it. So he's a very destructive and corrupt influence on um, American politics. And it means Trump has power over the legal system now, as well as power over the Supreme Court and power over the Senate through uh, his hold over Senate Republicans. And his hold over Senate Republicans is because of his hold over the minds of the brainwashed Trump supporters who won't notice when the economy continues to turn downwards because they'll still believe Trump who will tell them it's the best economy ever and that it was totally a terrible economy until his election into office turned it around. They'll believe any nonsense that Trump says because they're, they've put all their emotional eggs in the fascist basket. And that's the trouble with fascism. Uh, adherent to, to a fascist leader escalates. Once you join that cult, you don't get more reasonable over time. It's a, fascism is exploiting the mechanisms of, of, of a cult, the emotional manipulation techniques of a cult, to uh, formalize a cult at a, at a governmental level so that Trump gets all the advantages of cult leadership, he gets unquestioning loyalty, he, he gets to offer to punish um, disloyal followers, and he gets to have any scandal be reported on, uh, and his followers will dismiss that because they have become impervious to logic or reason or evidence. It's one of the first moves of all fascist leaders to deride the press, to help their followers detach themselves from any uh, ability to connect with the media or what's being reported on. It's to render themselves more unaccountable and uh, more impervious to, to justice uh, and to the collective conscience of a nation. They only have to answer to their rabidly cruel supporters who are drunk on the power and potency of, of untrammeled cruelty. So Trump offers to 
effectively shoot migrants. He talks about wanting to have board, um, more guns at the wall. He's allowed people to shoot gas canisters at migrants. Uh, they put up barbed wire. It's a lot of signals of willingness to use military uh, might against people following America's established law of uh, welcoming and assessing asylum seekers. Oh, I have missed some comments, which is restful, but I'll just check in to say hello. Trump's approval amongst white women is down to 34%. Yes, this is good news. Hopefully women continue in that trajectory to talk amongst themselves and to, uh, to register that babies are being put in jeopardy, even by the God King man who has promised to eliminate abortion. That real babies are being deprived of SNAP benefits. 50, is it 50 million Americans who are losing SNAP benefits? And Trump portrays that as 50 million Americans who no longer need SNAP benefits, uh, which is a mischaracterization of just kicking people off so that even though American um, minimum wage is so low and that people need those SNAP benefits in order to, to exist and not die, uh, they are being taken away and then more pressure is put on communities to, um, to close that philanthropic gap or to close that gap with philanthropy between what people need to starve and what people might be willing to fundraise for at their school. But at the same time, philanthropic efforts to fill the gap caused by corrupt governments keeping more of that uh, federal tax money to themselves, not to return to the people in need, but rather to, to give to corporations in the form of subsidies um, so that their, their risks in trying to, to make profit, uh, they can receive the reward from when they succeed and have the public um, subsidize them when it doesn't go well or have the public subsidize their initial efforts to develop new technology, etc. Some of those public subsidies should be going to renewable energy sources so that we don't all die in the relatively near future when the food web becomes so disrupted uh, by not only increased pollution but by temperature changes that we no longer have food on the supermarket shelves. So I'm not going to talk about the climate crisis anymore. I'm going to talk about the impending food crisis because it's difficult for people to relate to the climate as being a problem. It's difficult for them to put two and two together and see an increase in the pattern of natural disasters. A lot of progress has been made in educating the public about um, the greenhouse gas effect and about climate change, but there's still a wide disparity between Democrats and Republicans on this issue. So maybe Republicans will understand it more if we talk in terms of very concrete things. Uh, talk about food and how going forwards food supplies face significant disruption. That corn is yielding less nutritional value as temperatures have increased. That rice crops are becoming less nutritious, losing 10% of their nutritional value. That uh, corn crops are being having less yield, drops in yield. Given that fascism is happening, should we not act now? General strike targeted boycotts. Yes, that's a good idea. We can promote those things. We should be promoting boycotts of Fox News advertisers because Fox is 
a key mechanism for mesmerizing people to help them be oblivious to evidence of criminality and uh, degradation of democratic standards and processes. But at the same time, we don't flip swing voters. We, uh, we have to bring on board more alienated voters. So yes, we need to talk about food security and also water security that pollution levels are rising because Trump is, um, his government is for sale and he'll do favors for whatever corporate donors ask him to do. And there are people, corporations don't have consciences um, and individuals operating in businesses often aren't rewarded for having consciences. And without reward or encouragement or validation, things can dry up. So people without consciences can work for corporations that pursue goals without breaks and if that goal is maximize profit and there's some form of impotence like it costs money to um, chemically treat their byproducts so that it's not toxic before being released into water supplies that cost is being minimized and the Koch brothers and other corporate heavy hitters have prevailed upon Trump to relax water standards so that they can freely pollute your water systems and in America there's already a significant number of water systems with pollutants in them that are going to cause massive amounts of medical problems, that already do cause mass amounts of medical problems for Americans and will continue to do so in an escalating way. So all of the hippie people on Facebook saying don't immunize and eat healthy, we can at least stop them from worrying so much about vaccines by alerting them to the fact that their water systems are being poisoned by the actions of the Trump administration in coordination with um, conscienceless corporations who are trying to maximize profit at the expense of the health of your children and your family members. Yes, it's not just a Trump issue, it predates Trump. Trump is facilitating the uh, inhumane agenda of various corporate owners such as the Koch brothers to maximize profits at the expense of people's health and people's and the integrity of people's water supplies. Yes, it is possible to not watch Fox and to support Trump. It's possible to be an incel who has a problem with women and feminism. And I can be sympathetic to that too. I can say, oh, well, feminism has caused there to be a loss in sympathy for men. So in order to increase the rate of sympathy for women's claim to dignity and job opportunities and educational opportunities, we have not always saved the baby from going out with the bathwater. Who knows that expression? I hope it's not just an Australian expression to say, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. When you get rid of something, don't lose that, which is, um, which is precious to you. So it is precious to men to have prestige and sympathy. And that loss of sympathy has real costs, such as in the cost to Johnny Depp when Amber Heard was more automatically believed because she was a woman. And it was a cost to Johnny Depp even when she was threatening him and saying, who would believe you that you were being abused by a, a lightweight woman? Oh good, so it's not just an Australian expression. Ah, the name of the group, I will put up for everybody. It's an advocacy group called 
fair fight action and I have their website address here yeah so that's the advocacy group that fights against the disenfranchisement of um, African-American voters which is a key Republican strategy to steal from Americans uh, the right to have a democratically elected government the right to have a government that governs in the interests of people rather than governs in the interest of maximizing profits for various business owners as well as fossil fuel investors such as Vladimir Putin who gets a cut of um, the profit made by various Russian oligarchs who sell oil and coal and gas. So people don't realize how captured various governments are around the world by coal interests who donate money to politicians and that we are losing people and we're losing, um, we're losing hope for our future as a consequence of being unduly subjugated to the interests of people who derive their profits and their extreme wealth from the sale and traffic of fossil fuels. Thank you for listening today. I hope you join me another time. And if you are interested, I have audio of this broadcast available on iTunes through a podcast called Davcat 43 Fights Fascism. If you have any experience that you think would benefit me, if you have experience in writing business plans or experience with technology or forming community organizations, let me know. I welcome all of your fields of speciality and experience. Thank you for your time and attention. Thanks, Brian. Carol and J-Max says he works for a chemical company and we've cut our pollution more in the last three than years in the last 10. That's great. It's great when workers put pressure on their, uh, their business owners as well, on management structures. So thank you for your comment. Thanks everyone. Thanks Harvested Beats. Please feel free to contact me via direct message on Facebook and on Twitter, not on Facebook. And if you can, if I don't follow you on Twitter, so you, you can't direct message me, feel free to comment on one of my frequent Twitter posts so that I have more of an opportunity to see you, engage with you, and then follow you. Hello. Thanks for listening to today's broadcast. Hope you enjoy, and please feel free to leave any feedback that is constructive. <laughs> Thank you.